Every little girl grows up dreaming about her happy ever after, but most of us don't have fairy tale scriptwriters making sure we get it. That's where the Happy Ever After show comes in. If you have been waiting for a fairy godmother to wave her magic wand and release your frustrations, create the prosperity you want, and live a life you love, then listen closely. It's time to learn how to make your own wishes come true with your host, Cassie Parks. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Happy Ever After show. I am so glad and appreciative and just excited that you're here to spend the next half hour with me. I cannot wait to talk about the topic that I have to talk about today. I'm actually going to go in detail. This wasn't what I planned on talking about, but when I was thinking about it today, I just thought I want to talk about how everything led up to me increasing my income from one November to the next November by 63 times. So, and what that means, just to give you a little preview, because sometimes when I tell people, they're like, oh, so 63%? No. For every dollar that I made last November, I made $63 this past November. And I've just been thinking a lot about that lately for a couple of different reasons. But, um, and I've been asked, like, what was it that created that? How did you get there? And so I wanted to just give you a list because it's not just one thing. There's no just one magic answer. And I wanted to just talk about that and share with you. But first, I want to say definitely Happy New Year. I hope everything is fabulous in your world. You know, I got to spend New Year's with my new niece in Portland, and oh, she's just amazing. And in the middle of just having a really great New Year's, you know, it's a little bit different than the way I've spent New Year's for the last couple of years, which was traveling around in different countries. And so go, go, go. This New Year's was definitely just more sit and relax and just be in the presence of people that you love. And I love that. I love all of the New Year's that I've had, but it was just a little bit different. And so, and it was just super fun. And I was sitting there working on my book cover with my editor and my publisher because that had to be done. You know, those deadlines are coming up. So I have a book that's coming out on uh, January 19th and it's called Marketing to Serve. So I know you're going to want to check that out and it'll be free for five days. So mark your calendars for the 19th and grab it while it's free. But as I'm, you know, going through that and taking turns holding the brand new baby and just enjoying and loving on her, I got an email from someone wanting to quote me in a national magazine article in Natural Awakenings. And I thought, this is so cool. Like, this is what I had dreamed of once upon a time is just sitting there enjoying all the people in my life and just having all these amazing things happen, right? Not necessarily having to go out and try and find articles or pitch articles, but like have those things happen because that's the magic we want in our business, right? So I got had a really good, those experiences happen a lot to me. And I would say that they happen more and more frequently. And so I just wanted to share that, that, you know, holding your vision of what you want and really stepping into your future self of that business owner that you want to be, those are the things that happen. That magic starts to happen where you're just, you know, enjoying an awesome day and you're writing books and, you know, someone wants to quote you in a magazine article. So it's just one of those things that is really fun. And it comes from stepping into your future self. It comes from getting clarity about the life that you want to be living. You know, that's the thing for me that I feel is so important is so often, and I did this for years, like we look at just like, I want this business. I want this business. I want my business to look like this. 
But when you don't put that business in the context of a whole life, something's missing. And to be honest, it's harder to get to because the whole picture isn't there, right? It's like trying to put together a puzzle where you're missing five pieces of a 90-piece puzzle. There's going to be a hole. Or if you leave out, depending on what you leave out, you know, you might only have 10% of the puzzle, 10 pieces. You know, it's hard to create all that stuff because everything is woven together. And so I just think that that's really important to highlight is that's one of the reasons why it's so important to get that big picture of the life that you want to live, you know, because I'm sitting there just at the table at my friend's house, enjoying everybody's company, you know, holding the new baby and just loving that moment. And it was really a moment where everything was was happening all at once. And I love that. And the more that you picture that life, which isn't exactly like my life, but the life that you want as a whole, the quicker it's going to happen, the more you step into that and all of the pieces, not just the business pieces, the quicker it's going to happen. So on that note, let's jump into today's topic, which is I want to just share with you everything that was kind of going on that culminated in me making 63 times November over November for last year. And you know, I think a lot of people have asked the question, they're like, oh, what did you do differently, right? That's And that's like the common question. What did you do differently? And the thing is, is that I did do things differently, but I didn't just change up my strategy. It wasn't like, oh, instead of doing Facebook ads, I did Instagram ads or, oh, I just started posting on Pinterest and that's what, you know, helped me make 63 times. Like, that's not what I did. What I did was, a lot of things that were all stepping into my future self. So often I think what happens is that it's like, let me do this thing. Oh, then let me do this thing. Oh, and then so-and-so said, this is working really well. So I'm going to jump over here and do this, right? And that's how people, maybe even you, if you're listening to this, do their business is they're just jumping from one thing to another, one space to another, and they're trying to fix part of the strategy of their business. They're trying to change the strategy to change the outcome. And I believe, and I've found this to be true, and I've proved it over, and I also think it's the key to why I made 63 times this November over last member, is because you have to change yourself into the person who's making the money, living the life, and experiencing the business that you want to have. Otherwise, you're just jumping from thing to thing, and you're trying to change the business. That's what happens. People try and change the business instead of themselves. And it's not necessarily, you know, I, I always hesitate to use the word change. Like, I love change, and but I love the word growth more. But it's not always about change as much as it is growth. I think growth is the more powerful word in this situation. It's about growth. It's about stepping into something bigger, right? When change is just like for change, it's not as effective as when you make a deliberate change because it's tapped into that future life you want to be living, into your future self. Those are very different things. So that's what I was doing. I didn't change up one strategy to the other. I've been working for 10 months on this, actually a little bit longer than that, because I started the vision probably, I don't know, September, October. So 12 months maybe stepping into that vision of the business that I wanted to have. So I didn't just change one thing, put up a Facebook ad, I don't know, figure out Pinterest, any of those things. What I did was I just kept stepping further and further and further into my future self. I kept stepping up into that person who was leading the business that I wanted to lead. 
And so there's a culmination of things. But at the main point is everything was in alignment with stepping into my future self, right? It wasn't just let me change this to see if it works. Every single thing I did, whether I th- I didn't think, will this work? I thought, does this tap me further into my future self? Does this take me closer to who she is and the life she's living? So yeah, I just want to run through those. So I've talked about like I had the big goal and I was working towards that. And I've been working towards that for a year, stepping into that person. And so it's not just stepping into a money value, but it's stepping into the person who's the leader of that kind of business, who serves her clients in a way that serves them in that kind of business that I wanted to have in my $500,000 goal. So I was stepping into that every single day. I was working to step into that as much as I could, which in earlier shows you've heard, you know, meant moving to a new place to live. It meant hiring my mentor. It meant writing books. All of those things were stepping into my future self. It also meant testing out a lot of things as a business owner would. I always go with now, I say I'm testing things out versus like, I'm just going to change my strategy up. I'm going to test this out and see if it works. One of the biggest ways that I stepped into my future self this year is that it became clear earlier in the year, you know, as I started thinking, okay, like, what does my future life look like? Like, what's different, right? How am I different? Like, what still exists and what's gone? And after I wrote my Investing Secrets to a Champagne Life book in February of last year, real estate started really like going. And that's actually was a lot of the inspiration for the workshop that I now run, the Script Your Happy Ever After workshop. Because I realized when I wrote that book intensely in three days, how much real estate stuff started happening because I'd been so focused on that energy for three days in pure thought and you know, talking about what worked and all of my success. So all of these things and all these opportunities started to happen after I wrote that book. But one of the things that I realized in writing that book, and I got introduced to different people who are doing different things in real estate with different opportunities than I knew about before. And as I was questioning, like, what is it that makes my future self different than who I am right now? I realized I was managing all of my own rental properties. And I'd always done that. I'd always managed my own investment properties. And to be honest, it never really bothered me. You know, when I worked, I hired somebody to get the tenants in and get them all set up and take pictures and stuff because I just didn't have time to do that at Winnow, take off of work, get all that set up. And so I always paid somebody, but I always did the management because to me, it was easy. You know, all I had to do was call my contractor and he would call the people and take care of it. But what I realized as I started getting phone calls when I was at important business things, like my, you know, times with my mentor, it really grated on me in a way that it hadn't before. And so I started to notice that how something that had not bothered me, I'd been totally fine with. I mean, my rental properties were why I was financially independent was kind of starting to irritate me. And I started to look and realize that that's because my future self, the person I was stepping into, doesn't manage her own properties. She is a woman who has someone else managing that stuff. You know, I make the money in my business and I invest it and someone else handles it. And that was a big shift. That was a big eye-opening aha for me. It was like, oh, okay. So then I began to evaluate a strategy. And what I did was I began to sell all of my properties that I own in Denver other than the one I live in. And because I was no longer 
going to be landlord. I was not going to do any of those responsibilities because I was stepping fully in to a $500,000 business owner who has someone else to do that, you know, because I need my time for my business. So that transition took, it's still actually in the process. There's one more for sale, but there's no one living in it. So it's a little bit different, but you know, the process took a good nine months. You know, it didn't happen overnight. It's something that you continually step into. And that's another thing that's important to realize is when you're stepping into your future self, like you can't just, you can take a huge leap into your future self, but you're still going to have to do some walking and maybe even some crawling and there'll be some running, but you can't do everything instantaneously because it takes a little bit to reorganize your life, to be in alignment with your future self. And so that process had been going on of realigning that big portion of my life had been going on for six to nine months. And it takes a lot of energy and a lot of, you know, it took a lot more energy than I realized. But like I said, there's one more house, but it doesn't have anybody living in it. But the big property that I had that had two tenants and had to switch tenants and check one in and out in the couple months before, and that property sold. It closed on October 30th. And by November 3rd, I had made 10 times what I had made the November before. So in three days, I had made $10 for every $1 that I had made in the previous year. And I think a lot of that was freed up energy because I wasn't in the process of that transition and that shift. I had stepped into that part of my future self. That part had clicked in. So there's a lot of freed up energy there that could bring in money. And so I think that was super important because I really stepped big. Even though I have one property left, there's nobody living in it. So there's nothing for me. It doesn't really take my energy. It's just like when the right buyer comes, it'll be gone. And that's awesome. So the other thing that happened a lot in October, not a lot, probably somewhere in the neighborhood of three times, but it felt significant to me, is that I turned clients away for work that I used to do. I actually didn't even turn them away. I didn't even offer them that I could do that service. You know, I was had some people in my money money group who said, you know, I have this issue and I want to, you know, get through it. And I said, okay, I'm going to refer you to this person, even though those are the type of sessions, the clearing sessions that I used to do. And at first, it felt a little bit weird to turn away money. But I just kept reminding myself that that's not, my future self doesn't do those sessions. And getting off track, even if it's just an hour, like then those person might want to do more sessions. And then if they refer people to me, they're going to want more of those sessions. And that splits the focus of my business. And so I had to be really disciplined and really talk myself through referring those people out. I mean, I knew they were in good hands because I referred them to a friend who's amazing and they got the amazing results that they needed and wanted. But that happened more than once, not just in my money course, but I would get on phone with people with strategy sessions and I would say, before you do my workshop, I think there's some stuff to clear up, call this person. And so I was referring out much more frequently than I had before. And again, that was an opportunity where I could have gotten paid. I could have gotten more money in the short term, but I think it would have cost me a lot of money in the long term or just in the next month in November because I would have split the focus of my business and my energy would have been going in different directions. Another big thing that I did was I said no to projects that would have gotten me off task. You know, somebody had contacted me about wanting to do a telesummit and they wanted me to do a speaker and My whole heart wasn't in when I'd said yes the month before, and then it wasn't easy, like the, I don't know, it was hard to make the connections. And finally, I just said, you know what? My heart's not in it. I'm not going to do this. 
And that was a big deal because in my beginning days of business, oh, if someone asked me to do a teleseminar and, you know, I would have thought I would get all these signups and I would have to do it for my business. I would, I would have to because I needed the exposure. I needed to, you know, get my name out there. I needed all this stuff. But where I sit now, that teleseminar wasn't in alignment with, I didn't know if my people were going to be there. It wasn't in alignment with my future self. It felt out of alignment, which meant I knew I could turn it down. And actually making that decision to turn it down, I know open space up. So in addition to turning things down and referring people out, one of the biggest things I did was listen to my intuition. You know, I have been running the Money, Money, Money course, which changed to Manifest 10K for, I've been running it for about 18 months as of October. And it just felt, you know, I was doing some work with my mentor and the rest of the people in my mentorship group. And I was trying to streamline a couple things. And what hit me when I was streamlining it, you know, I did some scripting before I started working on that. And when I got to do the work, it was like, I need to let this go. It's time to let this go. And so I listened to my intuition and the fact that it was time to let that program go. And I decided I'm going to do it one more time. One more time, I'm going to open the doors wide open. So anybody who wants to do it, anybody who wants to do it again, I can serve them. But then I'm going to let it go so that I can serve my other clients better. I think that's one of the things that you might not always do when you're in your business is listen to your intuition as much as you should, which is always. You should listen to it every time that it happens because especially if you're tapped into that clarity of your future self and that future life that you want to be living, your intuition is leading you there. So it's so important to listen to those even when it doesn't make sense. It was a little bit scary to let go of that program. You know, I didn't have a way to, when I let go of that, you know, I didn't have a way for people to immediately keep coming into my circle and being introduced to me and stuff like that, but it felt right. And because I honored that and I listened to that and I kept listening, you know, I just kept posting like, okay, you know, you can still get in. And, you know, whenever I was inspired, you know, I didn't have a number that I had to hit to get people in. Ironically, I closed the last month with 222 people, which was the same number I started the first month of the course with the first time I ran it. So I thought that was very cool. But I didn't have a number in mind. I looked that up later. But what I did was just follow my intuition about when to send out emails and when to introduce it to people. And I continued that into the first couple days of the month when, you know, I just let my intuition guide me and say and make an offer to people that they could pay up front for $97 instead of $1,000, which is the pay after you manifest. And all of a sudden, I made 10 times my income in the first three days of the month that I had made the previous year in November because I followed my intuition all along the way, not just one time, but I kept trusting it and I kept asking the questions, how can I open this up? How can I get more people? How can I serve my people? How can I make more money? And that was the answer that came. And when I was willing to let go of that course because it needed to be let go of, and it felt really good to open the doors wide open and to do it again and to pour my heart and soul into everybody that showed up for that course. And there's still a couple weeks left, but it really also felt good to know, hey, this is the last time we have some energy for some new things. And one of the biggest things that I did was I had been telling the story I was going to make my corporate salary 
in November. I would say it might happen in October, but I'm definitely going to make it in November. I'm going to make my corporate salary. And I would say, you know, it'll include my real estate income, but I'm going to make it, right? So I just kept telling the story. I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it. And I started telling the story in like August. And I told it to someone. I said, you know, I can see the way things are shaking out and the momentum's going to build. And in November, I'm for sure going to make my corporate salary. And I just kept telling that story over and over again. And I had some things to like believe in because my real estate income, you know, I had invested in some new properties. Like I talked about the strategy. I'd sold some stuff and I bought some new stuff that I knew was increasing in income and different things. And I just kept telling that story. And the more I could buy into it, the more I told it and just kept telling it and telling it and telling it. And it was awesome because it came true. And so it's a testament to how powerful the stories we tell are, you know, because you can just keep telling it. And it's far enough out that I didn't feel like, oh, my God, you know, I didn't tell someone August 15th that in September I would make my corporate salary. I just said, you know, what, this is going to work out. And as I kept telling that story, more and more things came true. And what actually happened is that I made double my corporate salary, more than double my corporate salary without my real estate income. So with my real estate income, I made two and a half times my corporate salary in the month of November, which is something very cool to share and something that I wanted. But it took all of those things and it took being focused everything on what I wanted and where I'm going to lead to that moment. It wasn't just one magical, oh, I finally learned how to do a Facebook ad or, oh, I, you know, finally hit this one person who posted my article or Oprah called me. It wasn't any of those things. It was continually stepping into my future self at every point and every turn that I could. And that's important because that's how you get to be where you want to be. That's how you get to have the income that you want to get. That's how you step in to that role as a business owner is you just keep turning and guiding and stepping forward into that future life that you want to be living and that future business that you want to be running. And so it's not really usually one gigantic step. It's a lot of little steps that add up. It's a lot of little adjustments, you know, that make the big difference that create the scenario where you can make $63 for every dollar that you made the year before in the same month. And I love that statistic. I'm going to be telling that story forever because I just love that 63 times. I remember I was telling a friend and he goes, oh, 63%. I said, no, no. He goes, oh, like for every dollar that you made, you made 63 this year. And I said, yep. And he was like, wow. And I didn't make a lot last year, but 63 times is a huge amount. And it's a huge step to make when you think that it was just a year ago. And a year is a long time, and it's also a short time. There's a lot of time in a year to make a lot of minor adjustments that get you to where you want to be at the end of that year. And as we're, you know, embarking on this embracing and embarking on this new year energy and writing that, it's important to think about. Like, what decisions can you make every day now in your business, in your mindset, in your actions, especially in the way that you speak and you talk to yourself and the thoughts that you allow to go through your head and the beliefs that you have and the choices you make that will allow you to be 63 times better at your business a year from now? 
Because it's all those little choices and actions that will add up to lead to that 63 time mark. And if you're doing some of those every single day and stepping into your future self every single day, that's super important. And that will get you there. And if you need help getting clarity about what that entire life looks like, that's what I do. Grab a complimentary scripture, happy ever after uh, strategy session, and we'll talk about it. I'll help you get some clarity about what it is that you really want and how you can step into that. That's my zone of genius is helping people step into their future selves after I help them create the clarity about what it is. Because if you don't have the clarity, there's nowhere to step into. And that's what people do a lot of the times. They go, you know, when I talked about change at the beginning of the show, you know, they'll just change and change and change and change. But changing constantly without having a destination, a GPS point, doesn't lead you anywhere except usually in a circle or a squiggling line, you know, just around the block. It keeps you in the same neighborhood. But when we pick that GPS point, we can get you to the different state. We can get you to a different country. We can get you wherever you want to be, figuratively speaking, of course. But your business, when you think about where you are right now, like, do you want to be, you know, figuratively in a different state or a different country or a different planet? Like, once we get clarity on that, We can help start to get you the steps, create the steps and the actions and the thoughts that get you there quickly and easily. So that's my forte. I would love to help you with it. So really quick, I wanted to talk about, speaking of conversations, I had a conversation with uh, Jean about that very thing, like stepping in, creating your story, getting clarity a couple weeks ago. And she posted on Facebook on one of my posts that I made. And she said, I highly recommend a conversation with Cassie. Definitely helped me rethink a paradigm that's in my way today. And so I loved that because that's what I do is I help you shift paradigms. So if you're wanting to have a complete shift of the way you're looking at things and get clarity on where you're going, let's talk about that. You can be like Jean where we can just instantly shift some things that have been in your way. I would love to talk to you. It's in the closing credits, but you can go to createmyhappyeverafter.com and uh, schedule a time to talk to me. I would love to talk to you and hear from you. So the show has run a little bit longer than normal today, but I'm just so passionate about all of the things it took to create that November of 63 times my income. And I wanted to share them with you. It felt important at this beginning of the year. So Thank you for bearing with my little long-windedness today. I enjoy that you hang out with me. I'm so appreciative that you're here. And we just have one more thing to do before we close out the show. I'm going to give you your mantra. And your mantra for this week is, I step into my future self every day. I step into my future self every day. So practice it, say it, write it on the mirror, write it on a sticky note your hand on your heart as you say it and really own it. I step into my future self every day. It's so good to be here with you. I will talk to you next week. Have a good one. Thanks for joining us on the Happy Ever After Show, where you don't need a genie lamp to get your wishes granted. Now that you're inspired and ready to take action, get yourself on the path to your happy ever after by scheduling a complimentary strategy session at Create My Happy Ever After dot com 